another episode of A Visitor's Guide to Springfield. <laughs> the podcast in which Greg Bach and I sit down and watch an episode of The Simpsons. That Tyler has seen many times. And Greg has never seen before. We're in a very Lionel Richie mood right now because we watched a little Lionel Richie uh, tribute video before we watched this. Yes, Dave Grohl singing You Are. And let me tell you something, David, Gro- David Grohl. You are. You are the sun. You are the rain. Dut, dut, dut. And we watch Grapes of Wrath, baby. That's a mouth horn, people. It's a mouth horn. Yeah, so we watched uh, Grapes of Wrath. Yes, which was episode 11. In season one. Season one, yeah. And this is a very well-known episode. A lot very of people well love this yeah. beloved episode. In 1997, David Bauder from TV Guide named it the best episode of The Simpsons ever and the 17th greatest episode of any television show of all time. And that was in 97. But still watching it now, I can see why. I mean, like, it's just the the reference so deep. Like, it's like everything about yeah. it is so deep. It's a very well-written episode. Yes. Very much so. So let's uh, let's go. Okay, let's, let's get into it. So get into it. Bart Tyler. gets home, uh, throws his stuff all over the place. He makes that house a mess. Yeah, and it's already kind of a mess. Uh, Homer Homer starts hooting and hollering, slips on a skateboard, falls down the stairs, and hurts his back something fierce. Yeah, to, uh, um, I, I love the gag with where he's laying at the bottom of the stairs, and it's the crusty doll going. I like to play with you. Over I like to play with and you. Over. And then it cuts into a couple, like an hour later, and it's. I like to play, I want to play with you. So, yeah. Funny gag right there, right mm-hmm. off the bat. Had me laughing. Um, Barge gets home, discovers the problem, yells at Bart. Bart's um, upset. Meanwhile, uh, after that, Bart Bart goes to school the next day. Meanwhile, Bart cleans his room. Finds a cherry bomb. Finds a cherry bomb. Thought he lit them all, didn't. Yep. And uh, and decides to take it to school. And at school is where we find a uh, very first appearance of Agnes Skinner, Principal Skinner's mom. Ah, she's a regular. Agnes is a regular. Yes, ah. we'll see a lot more Agnes as we keep going. Um. Got to know that his nickname is Spanky. 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 I can't, I can't abide by someone's <laughs> mom calling him that. That's weird. <laughs> it's very, very weird. Um, so Agnes decides she needs to use the restroom. Bart decides he's going to flush the cherry bomb. Uh, sadly enough, it happens at the same time. Agnes gets a, a bidet, if you will. Yes, a, a rocket bidet. <laughs> a cherry bidet. But now, i gotta under, I got to ask something for all the people <laughs> out there who understand physics and things of that nature. Can a cherry bomb really stay lit underwater? Wouldn't it just go out the moment you threw it into the water? I don't think so. I think it has something to do with how the fuse is wrapped. I think it has... Ignite ignition stuff. Got like in the robotic field. futuristic qualities. Yeah, no, I think I think fireworks will stay lit underwater. Okay, I, I don't know. That's it's, it's always been something to me. The cherry bomb in the toilet has always been a trope of every single TV show that they want to show a kid who is naughty kid, a naughty kid. Like I'm throw a cherry bomb in there, boom, yeah. and then we punish the kid, you know, quite rightly. Uh, but I always thought this seems very weird that the cherry bomb would go off if it was in water so i want to know how does that work with the actual plumbing 
We need Mythbusters in yeah, on this episode. We just episode. need a good old myth-busting on yeah. this one. We need someone to sacrifice their own plumbing for our scientific <laughs> needs. So if someone wants and to do that... by that, we mean their butt. <laughs> yes. And and if you want to do that, go ahead. Uh, we won't pay for it. We won't insure it. We won't even endorse it. But if you could do it out there in fandom land and then tell us how it works, preferably with a video. Uh, and then you can stay at Tyler's house when your roommate, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever throws you out. Yeah, I got a great basement. Great basement. Oh, yes, great basement. So needless to say, Principal Skinner is not pleased, drags Bart home by the ear, which is kind of funny to see. Um, Still have people with black dots for eyes. Some, yeah. Some is, that, is that something that will happen for the entire show? That'll, that's that'll weird. start to change. I'm not 100% sure when that changes, but it will start. Um, tells Homer and Marge that... Uh, Bart's behavior transcends encourageable. Yeah, and 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 we got to mem- mention that Homer is laid up and demanding. He's doing yeah. the classic Bell thing with yeah. the bring me food. Oh, not just that food. This food. Make sure the food has this and the food has that. And and ow. Oh. I like I I like very much how they poke fun at. They're poking fun at old gags in. In older TV shows, yeah. the cherry bomb with the kid, the the laid up need, husband. If you need anything, just here's, here's the, bell. the bell. Yeah, so they're poking fun at classic TV anyway already. Um, Principal Skinner says that there's a way to fix Bart's behavior. Can I just say so? There's a joke yeah. in that, that really, really made me laugh. Yes, though, is when he when Skinner walks into the house and. Homer says, I'd get up, but the boy, boy crippled me. And Skinner goes, I completely understand. <laughs> Just really, really well done, funny. So, yeah. So Skinner has an idea. Um, that they're going to send Bart off to France as an exchange student. And uh, that should fix his behavior. And um, the only condition is that the Simpsons have to take in an exchange student of their own. To which Marge, I don't remember if it's Marge or Homer, says, will it be a French boy? And they said, no, it'll be an Albanian. Yeah, just an Albanian boy. And they let him go. This is so weird. It's just, it's just like, sure, just let's just send him to France. Yeah. You know. Um, Bart, Bart says, do I get to take a plane? Agrees to go. Um, when Skinner and Homer find out that Bart's going, they both get up off the couch and jump for joy. I thought that was funny. All of a sudden, Homer's healed. Your child leaving is a healing property yeah. within the man of an old within the body of an old man. I thought it was interesting that when she said when when Marge said to Bart, "You'll write," and this as far as a question, that was actually a question to say you'll actually write a letter instead of an email or a this or that yeah. or some sort of electronic thing. It was just, "Will you actually take a pen, put it to paper, yeah. fold it?" Put it in an envelope. Address the address envelope. envelope. Pay more for stamps Postage. because it's international. Yep. I wouldn't have. Um, so. No translations when we meet the kid. From we, Albanian. The Albanian family. The Albanian Simpsons are a funny gag, too, where the family, um, as they're sending off Adil, mm-hmm. looks just like the Simpson family. Uh, they got the baby, the two kids, you know. Kid kind of looked like the one who the <laughs> Adil kid kind of looked like as it as it uh, Wiggum's kid. A little bit, a little looks a little bit like Ralph Wiggum. Looks a little bit like Uder, who is a, another character that will. Guys, we'll there's so many characters on this show. I I don't know if we'll be able to catch up. You'll meet Uder, uh, who is a German 
exchange student. God. Well, I just thought it was interesting that they didn't have translations. That's something that always bothers me. If you watch The Godfather, there's a lot of scenes in The Godfather where they don't do any translations. Speaking Italian. And yeah, and they don't do any translations. But I thought well, as we were watching, it was like, well, maybe if we saw the translation. Yeah. One of two things. If we saw the translation, it would give away what they were trying to do. Also, maybe they weren't really speaking Albanian. Yeah, I was kind of wondering. I, I tried to look quick and I didn't really find much, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time searching. Uh, for what they actually said. <laughs> so Adil comes to the country. They greet them. They have a whole school assembly, which yeah. is very weird to basically insult the kid to tell him <laughs> he's weird backwards. Let's yeah. welcome him. Uh, and he are the on. backwards neighbors throughout the world. <laughs> yes. The quote. And he endears the family and he basically gets starts to do what he wants to do, which is uh, learning the ways of nuclear technology. Mm-hmm. And Bart is being subject to... Hard labor, essentially. Yeah. On a vineyard. So Bart, Bart's uh, exchange family consists of a guy who looks vaguely like Sideshow Bob. He's got kind of the weird hair, but he's got a big droopy nose. Okay. A big droopy wiener nose. <laughs> um, and and a man who smokes cigarettes and has cat whiskers. He doesn't just smoke cigarettes. He's always had a cigarette in his mouth, and when he talks, the cigarette stays perfectly in his mouth. Yeah. I, I love that old animation <laughs> for him. Just, it's like he's just yep. pumping on the cigarette. Chomping, yeah, he's chomping. essentially chewing the cigarette. So. Um, gets put to work on the vineyard, has to pick grapes, has to stomp, stomp grapes for wine, um, and gets to eat turnips. I love, love, love the donkey named Maurice. Maurice, <laughs> now Maurice, Maurice, you'll no longer have to work as hard <laughs> because we will Your have back a... begging labor will be done as soon as the boy shows up. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, so the, he's there doing his thing. <laughs> uh, Dill is in is in Springfield doing his thing. Uh, you just see Bart get subjected to worse and worse treatment. Adil is being treated like a king, but getting. Getting basically getting nuclear secrets and transmitting them back to Albania. Yeah, because I think at that point Albania was still a communist country. This was the third. This was the nineties. So this was still this was late Cold War. Yeah, this is like the Cold War is about to be done. Yeah, so there's still communist threat, and uh, I I loved how actually according to this the fall of communism is going to happen like within. Months of this episode. Because of this episode. Yes, exactly. Definitely. I like that they said Albania's chief um, export was political turmoil or something like that. <laughs> political discussion, Dis- I think it was. Dis- yeah, something like that. And they have a little discussion there between Adil and Lisa where they're talking about... Uh, 5% of the wealth is controlled... Or- Five percent of five percent of the people control ninety five percent of the wealth. wealth. Yeah, which now we all know is stupid. It's way less of a percentage. One percent of one percent of one percent. Right. I don't know if you know this, but Tyler's feeling the burn right now. Uh, burning up. Burning up. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we just have some great stuff, and, it, and basically it comes down to Bart gets Bart has to be sent away to get antifreeze for the wine, which is just a funny gag, and he tells on. He finds out he can speak French. Which I thought was so cool. Big revelation. Big revelation. Bart speak. speaks French. And he reports the two men who are putting antifreeze in the wine and mistreating him as a child labor. And he comes back a hero because he did that. And Adil is busted. Yep. Because he is being like looked at by the, by the feds and, and SWAT. I loved um, the scene at the end where Adil and the American, where he's being traded for one of our own. Yeah. And they have a very James Bond sort of moment where they just swap spies. I'm getting too old for this. Good to see you again, uh, Sparrow. (laughs) And walks away. (laughs) 
something interesting for me for my own nerdiness mm-hmm. is that the guns that the SWAT guys use uh-huh. look like the Icer guns from Marvel's Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, so definitely. I, so, yeah, definitely. <laughs> totally understand. I'm googling it right now. <laughs> He's not googling it, folks. He's lying to you. Um, Bart's a Bart's a hero. Bart's a hero, and Adil's a criminal. Yeah, and it all comes back around. And there are a ton of references. In yeah, this. this was like this was a huge show of references. I mean, there was French painting and the the uh, the the. The very end when Maggie is on the red balloon. The, the, the balloon rouge. Be, balloon rouge. The, the so, pink balloon, this which is a, a French short film. Th- thank you. Uh, For those of you who don't know. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this episode as almost like a short film. Uh, it was very well done. I, I felt like you didn't even have to really have the, the Homer back injury thing in there. Um, no, I think that was just kind of... but. This is so. That's a good. That's a good point. This is something that you'll start to see more. Is like where this episode will start in one place and end completely in a different place. Which is cool. I like which that. is which is it's very indicative of the writing on The Simpsons. Um, I think I think Liza talked about that on her episode where she she said, y- you know, the episode will start and you'll think, oh, this is going to be the storyline, and then. Something huge will happen, and it'll end somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to you, and I don't yes. know how you feel feel about this. Okay, so 97, this is named one of the best episodes yeah. of The Simpsons. One of the best episodes of TV. Do you... Number 17. Do you best. feel that this is one of the best episodes of The Simpsons that you have seen, Greg? Uh, no, it is not. It is not. Uh, so far, I really still think... Uh, Moaning Lisa is my favorite of all the ones we've watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've watched quite a few now at this point. We've watched over a dozen for me. Wow. Thank you, everybody. I'm, I feel like I'm part of the club now. Yeah, you're uh, a... It is not my favorite episode, and I wouldn't even put it on my top three episodes at this point, but we've only just watched it. I, Moaning Lisa is still my favorite because it deals with... Because Moaning Lisa dealt with... I felt like it dealt with underlinings of feminism and underlinings of, of dealing with depression and not, whether or not they were actually doing that. That's what I felt once we talked about yeah. it. Uh, I also like the episode we did a couple weeks ago uh, uh, with regard to, I just, I like the episodes where they deal with social problems. This one used the backdrop of like the red scare and cold war as a very, very uh, definite uh, plot yeah, it's a very definite stake to hook the show to. Yeah, and there was, you know, there was even a even a sense of of when Lisa is at the airport with the family saying, "Oh, the the Albanian flag is a two headed is a two headed bird on a red field," and he's and Homer just gave me the red, white, and blue any day, and it's like a that is a along with the commentary about the the percentage owning the wealth, it's very much a conversation we still have today where people will easily just throw away anyone else's culture. Yeah. And say, well, this is America. America is awesome, and 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 I. If that ep- if this episode would have delved a little bit deeper into that, I think I'd have patriotism. It more. Yeah, would have yeah. you know the it was. I don't think it was satirical of patriotism. I think it was more just using patriotism as a point of reference for the episode itself. Whereas I feel like with the other episodes that I enjoy. Uh, it really delved deep into the subject matters at hand, which is, is like, you know, like we're talking about feminism or depression or with 
the episode uh, Homer's big Homer's night out deal right. with you know how does Homer allow himself fidelity f- well fidelity but also and, and fidelity but I think even more so I think it's more of of how a man treats a woman in society and then allows that I mean how he treats man in society but then how maybe his male his his son or mm-hmm. you know sees that kind of behavior and then interprets it as well that's okay because my dad did it my dad's a fine guy he didn't, right. you know, he's yeah. not a bad guy but he did this so it's fine so like i like those episodes that look at the subject matter and delve deep find the jokes within there but also kind of expose the root of the topic this one didn't do so much i loved all the references i loved the consistency in the writing i love i like i like french you're films. a francophile I, i'm not a friend i'm not a francophile at all but i love french film mm-hmm. i'll watch french film and i just like i loved when he became fluent in french yeah that was a really cool twist because like for me as a serious you know uh fan of like of like watching a story unfold i'm like i just want to be safe i just want to be safe and he becomes fluent in french like oh he's gonna be safe now it made me feel better yeah but no uh that was a very long way to get to that this would probably not be my favorite episode i agree um as someone who you've seen a lot of simpsons episodes i think this is this is a good episode this is a fine episode for me this is actually just i guess a fine episode this isn't one i would go back and rewatch a bunch it's not a joke heavy episode um the plot is good but i just felt like it was uh, i just felt okay about it it and I mean, not even one of my favorites from season one, I would when say. It, when it came out, it, came, it it finished 29th in the weekly ratings. It's not like it was this big juggernaut of an episode. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you know, people can say what they want to say, and it's fine. This guy, I mean, like, that that, that review was written seven years after the show, the, the episode had aired, and the show was only eight years old. And Right, and season eight, for, for me, is one of the better seasons, too. So. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I, I just, I think it's, I don't know. That's a that's a very interesting conversation to have. But then again, they probably didn't think in ninety seventh the show would still be on for another, you know, twenty years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was a fine episode. I liked the writing. That's uh, let me ask you this question, Greg. Um, it, Go ahead. It did deal a lot with a, a study abroad. You know, um, never did it. it. Never did it. Never did. You it. ever knew a study abroad? Um, or like experience like someone not many times i mean i had some friends who had friends who had people staying with them i think i I remember hanging out once with a friend of mine and her study abroad sister Uh because they called the house family and stuff like that she was there she was really cool but i don't really have a whole lot of experience in it i never did it i've never had that opportunity so what about you um I never did it. I had a friend who was a study abroad student. It was a, uh, well, we, so we had a friend who, some friends who hosted, um, and it was a family that had two twin, two girls, um, but they hosted a boy, so they needed like guys around. So I became pretty good friends with a guy from Spain. Do you still talk to him? We still vaguely keep in touch. We don't really talk, I guess. We're yeah. Facebook friends and all that, but, um, but yeah, it, it's a cool experience. I think they enjoyed uh, 
you know, coming to America. We took them to Six Flags. That was cool. That must have blown their mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think uh, I, the fun- you Americans eat this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing to me was that um, he didn't understand what the word hillbilly meant, or like redneck, or like what that. That's like- really funny because most hillbillies and or rednecks don't understand what that means. Right. Yeah. So I guess it takes one to know one. Maybe and, I don't know. And actually thinking about it. I do have experience with it in as much as we had high school kids in our high school who who were yeah but like yeah. they didn't travel in the circles I traveled in they were when you know like if it, they weren't if, as metal as Greg no they were not no, <laughs> no one is as metal as Greg in that in that high school let me tell you I mean it was you know these guys would come over and these ladies would come over and they'd always be so attractive they would like athletes good and, skin yeah like not, you, we didn't have any if you saw a picture good of me, skin bad teeth you know foreign exchange and they students. were and, and, and they walk in with the accent and if it was a girl the boys would go nuts and if it was a boy, boy the, the girls, girls would go, go nuts, nuts and yeah. if the, sometimes boys would go nuts over the boys and vice versa with the girls it didn't matter whenever someone walked in with an accent it's like I'm never gonna hang out with them yeah I'm not cool enough yeah so you know I would see them I remember there was one kid Pedro was his name probably still is unless he's dead but he was from Spain, and he could not speak English that well. Like yeah. I think I thought that with these like programs, you had to have a not like you didn't have to be fluent, but you had to have somewhat of a working knowledge of the language yeah. so you could function. Yeah, he had next to nothing. Oh, really? If you spoke to him for a long amount of time, he would just start answering with "yep." Yeah. <laughs> That's when you knew he just drowned out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we had that we had that in high school. I think actually every year, every year we had somebody like one yeah. or two kids from another country. So yeah, it never happened for me. It never really interests me, honestly. But if I would watch The Simpsons, I'd probably been petrified that it would have happened to me. Yeah, I've heard a lot of nightmare stories about people having like bad host families and yeah. stuff like that too. So I never. But do you think it's it. bad host families because they're or bad or because like a weird experience? Well, is, weird experience, but also you know sometimes people in other countries have different ways of approaching life that we're not used to, especially in the Midwest. Midwest, we're known for being hyper polite and hospitable to to a degree that sometimes weirds others out. Yeah. That maybe if we go to Europe and people sort of come at you with a an attitude, a you're more not reserved, used to. yeah, demeanor, a, a demeanor that they're used to, yeah, that we view it as well. They're not very nice or they're rude. Like yeah. the, the like cla- why are these people the classic, me? the classic idea that all French people are rude, which is totally incorrect, and the f- idea that like New Yorkers are rude, which is incorrect. People, there are New Yorkers who are rude. There are French people who are rude. There are Midwesterners who are rude. Oh my gosh, there are Midwesterners who are so rude. It's a different type of rude, yeah. though. Yeah, it, we're pass- <laughs> plus we're also passive aggressive. Yeah. Whereas in, uh, someone from New York, so like anyone from my friends from New York, will tell me exactly. Exactly how they're feeling. Yeah. Whereas people from Midwest were like, <laughs> and then a European will say another language I can't understand, and they're a jerk for it. <laughs> the best story. Can I tell you the best story of Midwestern passive aggressiveness? Go for it. That, that I've ever. So uh, we we're, we live in Milwaukee. We have the Allen Bradley Clock Tower. Yes, it is the largest four face uh, clock in the world. No longer is. Man, it's now the largest of the lo- largest four face clock is in. Uh, uh, it, oh gosh, what's the Middle East city? The big Dubai. Oh, well, that, doesn't even, that doesn't even count. They just do things to do things, Here's, man. No, but he, so like so, I could have the largest marshmallow, and they would just do it out of spite because they have all the money. So, so the Allen Bradley clock tower. Allen Bradley was started by two men, Mister Allen, Mister Bradley. They were very German. They wanted to run a very efficient business, you know, uh, and they start their business in a 
Polish neighborhood and they got a lot of Polish workers. I guess one of the things they ran into was people being late for work all the time. Uh, um, you know, Polish jokes aside, that's that was the, what they were actually running into. So they, you know, as a huge passive, biggest, most passive aggressive boss move in the history, what did they do? They build the largest clock in the world. So they can say, oh, you were late for work. You didn't happen to see the sky, did you? <laughs> so that's... Uh, Thank you, Mr. Allen. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, that's the most passive-aggressive boss move. Wow, that's... Midwestern. Mid- that, that's Midwestern passive-aggressive. It's like, it like, oh, you're late, huh? <laughs> did you see the clock? We just got done with the clock, and it's it's pretty cool. It's it tells time in four different cardinal directions. Big, too. In four, four. directions. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little. There's even a little clock next to it that has a neon thing with the temperature. Good old fashioned Midwestern passive aggressiveness. Um, back to the episode though. I guess the episode. You know, I mean, uh, uh, something really cool. You know, we always say this. We, uh, what happened in the day that was released? It was released on the fifteenth of April, nineteen ninety. It was the day that Jackie Robinson made his appearance as the very first black player in the Major League Baseball. League thing. Yeah, April 15th. Someday we'll do a visitor's not guide to baseball. Not 1990. No, not 1990. A visitor's guide to baseball. There yeah, are a couple of really good baseball episodes. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Great. I've never, I you know, I'll be discovering uh, Simpsons and partake in something I don't really. That was me, folks. Greg, you got to turn it off. Can't turn <laughs> it off, man. It's comedy. Can't do it. So, um, I guess to end... I, I, are you good? I'm good, I think. Feeling good? Are you okay? I'm good. You feeling okay? You want to end on a word? Want to end let's, on a word? Let's end on a compound word. So you say a word, and I'll say a word immediately after you. Well, is that really a compound word, then, or is that just me saying a word, and then you saying a word? We're making a new compound word. Oh, so we're creating... Oh, so this is... so this is. See, the real challenge would actually to to, to do a real compound word. Okay. And, and Oh, you really... <laughs> Uh, 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 visitor's guide uh, listeners You can't tell right now But Tyler's got a rabid look in his eyes <laughs> As if to say Challenge me old man Challenge me Alright uh, I start Yep Well first of all we'll uh, do it on three, two, While we one, do this, while we do this let's, say, let's say everyone Thank you for listening Thanks for listening Thank you to Attic Stein for the music Thanks, Thanks to, to Josh, Josh Sullivan, Sullivan For the artwork uh, Find us all online Go to iTunes And write a nice review for us If you think we've deserved it and tell your friends about it because we love the fact that you listen and we wouldn't be here without you. That's actually not true at all. We all both have jobs that sustain our lifestyles that would be easy if we didn't have the podcast. But we love the fact that you listen. Makes us feel good. Tyler feels like I'm just stalling right <laughs> I'm now. I'm so excited. Tyler just feels like I'm stalling. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna pull out the word on him and be like, ah, and then the show's going to be over. And then it's going to and like, turtle. Hole. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check.
Check, 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 check.